we're trying to do is use this kind of fun, playful brand of marketing, get them in the door. Like I said, this is Trojan horse and then really surprise them with like how good the quality of the product is. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm Chase Clymer. And today, uh, we're meeting with or cyber talking with uh, one of uh, the founders, the founder, Adam Hendel of Ballsy, which is a bold new men's personal care brand, which focuses on below-the-belt care. Uh, it's very it's very pun-driven in their marketing, and I love it. Uh, Adam, welcome to the show. Awesome to be here, Chase. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, Adam and I, uh, we met uh, through doing some Facebook stuff together. Um, and then uh, I found out he was using a really cool app in his back end. It kind of led to this conversation of him being on the podcast. But before we get into that, it's kind of the end of the show. Let's take it back to the beginning. Uh, let's talk about before you started Ballsy, uh, what kind of got you to the place where you you know, you know, could found a brand and you know make it a success, I guess. What was your history? Awesome. So yeah, I won't go too far back, but um, long story short, been involved in you know a few um, tech startups pretty early stage. So uh, about six, seven years ago now, I guess, uh, worked at this startup called Store Envy, and Store Envy was basically like a Shopify meets Etsy, and was one of the first employees there. And my job there was really uh, to help um, the the small e-commerce brands on there to kind of grow. Um, through creating educational um, content for them, blog posts, and then also like connecting the community of store owners together from them to learn from each other. So there I got to really see behind the scenes on you know what was working, what wasn't for what ended up being about a hundred thousand different um, uh, e-commerce stores. Um, so I was there for about four years. And they got an amazing opportunity to move down to LA and be the first employee at a influencer marketing platform called FameBit. Um, and FameBit was basically a self-service marketplace that connects YouTubers with brands for sponsorship deals. This was, you know, pretty well before like influencer marketing was just like a, a very well-known uh, marketing channel. Um, so was able to start there, and after about three years, uh, we were purchased by Google. Um, and then, you know, throughout that time, again, you know, being involved early stage on those startups, you know, you typically wear a lot of hats. Um, so I was doing everything from, like I said, creating content to doing design, product management, uh, marketing, you kind of name it, I, I was doing it. Um, so always been, you know, kind of a generalist in that sense of the term. And I think that kind of harkens back to I used to be in a band way back in the day and, you know, used to do all of our marketing and design for the websites, t-shirts. Um, so I've just always kind of had that more broad background, which I've been able to pull upon, you know, while starting Ballsy, not having to rely on a lot of outside um, resources to get it off the ground. Yeah, I can definitely uh, agree with the DIY ethics of being in a band because you don't have a budget at all, so you have to figure it out. 
<laughs> you have negative budget. <laughs> exactly. You've spent. You've already spent money just thinking about it yourself. That's pretty much how it works. Hundred um, percent. So cool. So now let's fast forward. Uh, I guess explain Ballsy the concept behind it. Um, it's definitely a fun brand. Yeah, definitely a fun uh, brand to build over the last year, a half, year and a half or so. I mean, the idea literally came to me in the shower. I would say probably three years back. Um, was just taking a shower like every other day and uh, just happened to notice how many different products my wife had in the shower and kind of just thought to myself, like women in general just have a lot more personal care products for different needs. Why don't guys? And it was just like, I have a body wash, face wash. I wonder if anyone's ever created a ball wash. Like literally jumped out of the shower, quick Google search later, no one had created anything called ball wash. And this was right around the time where I was just starting to get more into high quality men's personal care products. And it just kind of dawned on me, like, what if you had this bold, playful, kind of in-your-face brand, but also delivered a really high-quality product? Because at the time, what I kind of saw was you have these high-quality brands, but they're just a little too stuffy. You have the apothecary kind of look. It just wasn't that fun and playful. And me, myself, I just didn't relate to that. Like, I wanted something that was really good. Um, humorous, kind of like Old Spice, but like better than that, you know, something that was, you know, a, a step up. Um, so that kind of set me down the path of um, going to Whole Foods and like figuring out how to make, you know, a, a body wash of sorts. Quickly realized, you know, I'm uh, a better marketer than chemists um, and started calling around to a bunch of different factors to see, you know, if somebody could, you know, help me kind of bring this vision to life. Um, a ton of phone calls later and a lot of rejection. Um, I found this company um, that I, I got them on the phone. My wife actually um, had an introduction to them through a friend and got them on the phone. I was like, look, I want to create this men's product called Ball Wash. And like full stop within a minute, they're like, we are, we're in. <laughs> we want to help you with this. And I'm like, well, I only might create around 500 units to start. In most factories, you know, you're talking 5,000 plus minimums. And that was just something that wasn't you know, on the, on the table for me, I really wanted to try and validate the idea before I, you know, invested a bunch of money in it. Um, so luckily they believed in me. We spot, spent about a year coming up with the original, you know, formula for ball wash. And then we launched it in 2017, uh, basically black Friday weekend. I had 500 units on hand, and we sold them out basically 48 hours. And it was like, Wow. Okay. This is this is good and bad, right? Like we sold through all this product, but it's basically holiday season and we're we're out. Um, so frantic call to my supplier. Luckily, them being you know super agile, they were able to make us fifteen thousand units, and we sold all fifteen thousand units um, in December, and that really kind of just propelled us into into twenty eighteen. Support for today's podcast comes from our friends at Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your e-commerce store. It works with your existing email and chat platforms, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler's network of on-demand, US-based Simpler specialists are standing by to answer your customers' most common questions. Set it up for free today and then turn it on or off depending on your customer volume. You only pay $2.25 for every resolution. There are no hidden fees, contracts, or minimums. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat around the clock with Simpler specialists. Start your free 7-day trial at simpler.ai slash honest. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I slash H-O-N-E-S-T. 
Awesome. So let's go back. Let's talk about that launch weekend. What were you doing right? Obviously, you you had the product market fit. You had figured that out. But what were you doing on the marketing side? How are you getting people to this new fresh website? Because I guarantee a lot of our listeners are like, I believe in this product, but I can't get people to my site. You know. So what were what were some of the tactics you were doing? Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically, I'd set up a few different ad sets in Facebook targeting you know di- uh, different customers um, had, I think, five or six at the time. And the one that really just kind of took off um, was targeting females in a relationship. Uh, so the idea was to target um, women more as a, get, as a gift for guys in their life that kind of led an active lifestyle. And that segment just uh, did, did amazing. I think we were getting like like a seven X ROAS at the time. And, you know, I was like putting a hundred dollars into it and then, you know, became $200 a day. And then like, you know, as I said, we, we, we did, we drove about 15,000 units. Um, We were doing like a thousand dollars a day. So like ramped up pretty quickly and uh, it definitely wasn't limited by budget. It was more limited by inventory on hand. Um, And what really helped is when we started scaling that up, obviously the, the, product being a little different and bold, uh, we just saw a ton of engagement in, in the comments and ads. So a lot of shares between um, both females sharing it amongst their friends, thinking it's fun, and then them also tagging like their significant others. Um, so just a lot of really fun engagement. And then I made sure I was very proactive in those comments, um, leaving funny gifts and being you know funny and responsive to what was going on in there. Uh, which then just kind of started to snowball more and more comments and eyes on it, and you know just drove the rise up, um, which which was great. Awesome. So were you using? I got a bunch of questions. I took a bunch of notes. This is going to be a fun episode. Um, yeah. One uh, for interacting with your community and while you're building the brand, I've heard that you know from numerous founders, I've heard that like that was something that they say helped them grow. Were you using any apps to help you manage? that communication or was it just being mindful of where you left off and getting back in there? Yeah. I mean, at the time it was literally just getting on there every night, you know, every, <laughs> like just, I was still working a day job. Right. So I was doing my best I could during the day, get home at night and then just like go through every single comment. And, um, like I said, I was making, you know, we made some of our own gifts, um, using some of the product and then we used some others of, you know, people shining balls and just being really fun and playful with it. And then just staying on top of it. I mean, it was, definitely exhausting. But um, yeah, unfortunately, no tool at the time, just kind of, you know, grassroots, just getting in there, brute force, uh, making sure that I was being really proactive. And it was great because uh, a lot of the the people in the thread were just like tagging their friends being like, you got to check out these guys responses and comments to like what we're saying. So really just kind of helped like the virality, um, being really active in there and like also speaking the way that the brand comes across. Awesome. Awesome. And then obviously, so you launched the brand back in 2017. You know, and you got a lot of the traffic and a lot of the exposure prospecting per se uh, through Facebook ads. I want to draw a direct parallel to we're coming up on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We're probably you know six weeks out, I think, at the time we're recording this. Um, how has Facebook and Instagram and how that has been a uh, driving force behind growing the brand? Uh, I guess how has like. Uh, it changed as far as like a, a tool that's in your arsenal. How you know is it more expensive now? Is pretty much where I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, you know very safe. You know, very safe. can say it's definitely more expensive. I mean, I think that's no, no big secret right now. Um, costs have definitely gone up. Um, so some things that we've tried to do 
proactively to kind of combat that is um, one, we added a subscription program. So the idea they're obviously hoping to funnel people into more of a, you know, easy to get our products every month. So while the costs have gone up, you know, hopefully we're keeping them uh, around longer, driving up uh, LTV. Um, and then we also, one at the time, we um, added a, a, a product called the Sac Spray, which is a natural deodorizing spray. And the real key was putting all three of those products into a box together. So like we had a gift box and we have a normal box. And that really saw our AOV like rise tremendously because people were coming to the site and it was you know $15 for each item or $40 for like the whole pack. Um, and we really only had those three products. So it was kind of this no-brainer to where like, yeah, I'll try the whole thing for 40 bucks. Um, and that really helped drive AOV also again combating you know the rising Facebook costs. Um, and, and again, we have a lot more products we're gonna be dropping right before Christmas this year. Uh, we actually have five new products. So again, the idea of one driving AOV and then two keeping the brand just a little bit more sticky for our current customers. I mean, we have around well, we have a little over four thousand subscribers right now, which is which is awesome and you know something that I'm super thankful for and also kind of surprising like they only get from us like ball wash and like a cologne once in a while like they still have to go get shampoo conditioner deodorant all these staple products and the idea there is adding some more of those staples will help them you know make their whole shopping experience easier and then you know obviously help our brand grow AOV and like hopefully long term uh, LTV that's you know those are just so many fantastic ideas in there obviously you figured out with having a product that is... It doesn't last forever. It's not a luxury product. It's um, you, You're going to use it. I'm drawing a blank on... Consumable. That's the word. <laughs> that, that's the word. Yeah. I couldn't do that. And then I was using leading questions. I'd be a terrible lawyer. <laughs> um, but yeah, that helps with the subscriptions. And I think the other thing that... Uh, it was just a huge... It is the other thing that was just a huge aha moment for us. It wasn't just packaging those products together in a box. It was packaging those products together and then theming the box for the holiday. So we've tried to make this very giftable item, which I view as kind of a Trojan horse, right? So example being um, in February of 2018, we packaged all three products together in this box that says, I'm nuts about you. And I will always give my wife the credit for kind of coming up with that slogan. But the idea was like, all right, how do we get women to buy this for their guys and then not be like this... Uh, you know, here you have a you have a problem, right? Like you need these ball products. No, it's like this endearing, fun way to give them a high quality product. So again, we put all three product products in this box. This is I'm nuts about you. On the inside flap, there was like this word find with all these like fun words like incredible or spectacular. We made that like a social like post this to social and tag a friend um, to to win ball uh, ball wash for a year. And those themed gift boxes um, for holiday, we have a box coming out that says "Keep Your Jewels Jolly." Like those themed gift boxes make it so easy for people to give it as a gift. And then we have so many customers that that come to us and say, "Hey, I got this kind of as a gag or like a joke." But these are now my new favorite products, and I think that harkens back way back to the beginning of the idea of not just having this fun, playful brand, but also having a really high quality product that delivers. You know, I didn't want this to be this kind of gag gift that like they get it and it's like super low quality and like we made a buck on that. Like that's not what we're trying to do here. What we're trying to do is use this kind of fun, playful brand of marketing, get them in the door. Like I said, it's this Trojan horse, and then really surprise them with like how good the quality of the product is. And hopefully convert them to you know a long time uh, you know buyer of the brand. 
Absolutely. So we've talked about a lot of the awesome wins that you've had with the business. Let's talk about the the flip side of that coin. You know, where did you guys screw up? What were some of the biggest lessons? Yeah, I mean, we've had plenty of things that have gone wrong. I wish I could say it's been, you know, peaches and cream since the beginning. But you know, it's just things that like you don't plan for. So going back to December, or I'm sorry, um, Valentine's Day 2018, uh, we had sent out, you know, thousands of our gift boxes and all of a sudden, you know, it's a week before Valentine's Day. And it's like, these boxes are not showing up. They're disappearing. So we're looking at tracking and they're like, they're like literally like updating and then they're just gone. Like they don't update for a week and we're just panicked. We can't get any answers. So we start you know, trying to do right by the customer and we start sending out replacements for all of these. And we're, t- and we're not talking like five, right? Like we're talking, you know, hundreds to, I think, I think we ended up over, you know, I think close to a thousand that we resent. And what happened was um, the uh, UPS, or sorry, the USPS delivery center uh, lost power because it was so cold in Michigan where we have kind of our fulfillment center that they lost power for two days and that didn't trickle down to like our USPS locally. So they were just all stuck there. So then we figured this out and they all ended up getting sent back out. So we actually double sent basically you know, <laughs> orders for a thousand people, which, you know, which, which was good on them. They, they really liked that. It was a good, led to a good customer experience, but for the bottom line, not something that you really plan for. Um, so that wasn't good. Um, we've had, we've had an issue too with boxes where we thought we had, um, X amount of boxes on hand because that's what our supplier said they sent us. They had shorted us 3000. We didn't realize it until we had oversold 2000 of them. So then I had to go and email, you know, 2000 people that thought they were getting this box to let them know that they weren't. So the last thing you want to do is get them, you know, in the way of a gift giver, you know, being excited about giving a product and not be able to deliver. Uh, So that was not fun. So make sure to always actually count the physical inventory on hand. Don't take uh, you know your supplier's word for it. Uh, you should have known that from the band days. No, I really should. You know, counting T-shirts and making sure you know you got the right amount of CDs for the show. Oh, dude, they would always they would always under they'd short us all the time. Yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. You know, even when they say like we don't under we don't underrun, we always over. You know, yeah. make sure you count um, or have your fulfillment partner count. So things like that. I mean, I could go on. You know, I, me and my wife have joked about you know down the road coming out with a book that says you know it takes balls is the title, and then just kind of talk about all the hiccups and you know the hurdles that you kind of overcome starting a starting a brand and business. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could keep going, but I figured <laughs> we can stop it too for now. Let's be honest today. All of your customers are going to have questions. And what are you doing to manage all those questions? Do you have a help desk for your business? One of our sponsors of today's episode is Gorgeous. And Gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce. It integrates seamlessly with Shopify. We have installed it on a bunch of stores. It's also used by brands like Movement and Rothy's. And what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information, brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as possible. If you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit gorgeous.link slash honest. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-N-E-S-T to get your second month free.
Like I said, me and Adam met before this, and we did some work for him actually. And while I was helping them with um, something, I noticed this cool app on the back end. And you know, leading up to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, budgeting is always on people's minds. So, Adam, I'm going to turn it over to you so you can kind of talk about the app I'm, I'm referring to. Yeah, so I think the app you're referring to is ClearBank. Um, if you're not familiar with ClearBank, and I'm going to take a step back, um, Ballsy in general is we are self-funded. We're bootstrapped. We've never taken outside investment or capital. Um, we've taken an inventory loan at, uh, last year, um, to make us make sure that we had inventory on hand, but we, you know, we basically bootstrapped this entire business, um, and just kind of grown the snowball. So ClearBank is this really cool app that you plug into your Shopify store and they can view your sales trends, um, and then based on kind of the sales data that they're seeing, they can provide you a lump sum loan. Um, which is really cool and just like a way uh, less stressful way to acquire you know uh, capital for inventory without having to give up any equity in your company. Um, so the way again it looks kind of high level is they look at your sales and they'll typically give you three different offers. So like a, a small amount, a medium amount, and a large amount. And obviously, the, the larger you go, kind of the higher the fee on it is. And then from there, once you take that capital, um, they basically will deduct a percentage of your daily sales. And like you agree to all of this up front. So for example, like 5% of your sales every day will be deducted by ClearBank and then that will go to pay off your loan. Um, and basically it just kind of you know keeps going until you pay off your loan. And then they again they this is kind of a fluid process where they look and see what your sales are um, and send you offers. And uh, yeah, I mean it's a really cool creative way um, to take on capital without having to give up um, a piece of your company, um, and I, I think a lot of e-commerce brands are starting to look at this. And uh, you know, if you're if you're at need capital, I think it's a you know a really great tool that's out there. And I know there's a few other ones. You know, Shopify is starting. You know, Shopify Capital as well, PayPal as well, and there's another company that we use called Rex, um, which is a little bit of a different. Um, financing vehicle, you basically get 60 days with no fee um, to pay back, you know, whatever lump sum you took on day one, um, which is which is amazing. So basically, extend your cash flow by 60 days for, with no fee. And again, they're a Shopify plugin, so they basically look at your sales and determine what is you know the, the amount that they could give to you without being too risky. So. I think the byline there is as an e-commerce brand that's growing, there's just a lot of really cool apps and tools and, and services out there where you can um, take capital without having to give up um, anything uh, or any, any equity in your company. Yeah, those are two amazing tools, especially when you're heading into the holiday and you're trying to you know, get over the hump. You're not going to grow the business without taking a few risks. And one of those risks is usually you know borrowing money to build the next best thing for your business, you know, either inventory or a new product. So it's something to consider and to look into. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I mean, the other thing is there are no, it, there's no personal guarantees towards the money. So like worst case, and I don't want to say like, you should just take money irresponsibly, but you know, there it worst case, if it doesn't work out, like no one's coming after you personally. Um, so that's obviously, you know, uh, not positive, but again, be responsible with what you do and uh, make sure you take in the best bet possible. Absolutely. And just for a caveat, we're going to say like, speak to a financial advisor about all this stuff because we are not. A hundred percent. Not trying to give financial advice here. But again, just the tools that are out there are really amazing. And I think over the last few years, 
um, what's available to entrepreneurs. Um, it's just been really incredible. Awesome. Now, I don't know if this is going to come out before Black Friday, uh, but let's. I have one last question for you today, and it's like, what do you think your ace in the hole is for this year? Like, uh, what do you, what do you think is going to help you guys make a big impact for the business? Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. You know, really capitalizing on gifting and doing something different and fun that catches people's attention makes it super easy for them to give a gift to someone else. Like, it's one thing to like buy. Um, a gift or product for someone, like you know, obviously everyone does that. But if you, you know, kind of gift wrap it for 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 lack of better terms, but like make something special and unique. Like like I said, we have this box that uh, says "Keep Your Jewels Jolly" and it's all Christmas themed. And then we have a bigger box that has all of our products called Santa Sack. Um, it's just such an easy way for somebody to spend right like forty bucks and give a fun, memorable gift that they don't have to think about. They just got to put a piece of wrapping paper around it. And the person opens it up and, you know, they'll get a good, um, you know, reaction. So make it really easy for customers to buy from you um, with, with gifting in mind. It's just done us incredibly well. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Is there uh, anything else that you want to share with the audience? No, so I mean, I guess we have we have five new products coming out. So depending on when you uh, air this, make sure to check out ballsybrands.com. Um, um, I'll put up a, a discount code of Honest Twenty for twenty percent off anything. You know, if anyone wants to check us out. And thanks again for your time, Chase. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at electriceye.io slash connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.